Welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you. M-I-L-L-I-A-N, your ministry provocateur, iconoclast, firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire. It is a pleasure to welcome you once again to the new iteration, the new series or the new seasons and new episodes, if you will, of the Heal the Sick podcast because we did take some time down, had a chance to rebuild the studio a little bit and to get some new gear, new equipment, and hopefully perfect my chops a little better because, you know, even when you're the best, you still get better. So I'm getting better. And uh, my guest today is someone I just recently met uh, maybe a month ago. We were on a live feed together and we had a wonderful time. We connected up really well and we've done Facebook live together with prophetic word and healing and all that stuff. And I wanted to bring him on today, not only to get our shows up and running, but introduce you to him because you're going to love our guest today. Joining me today from Camrose, Alberta, up in Canada. Hopefully I said that all right. From Gathering the Eagles is Marty Swanson. Marty, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, sir? Hey, good. I'm fantastic, Million, and uh, so thankful and grateful to be a part of this podcast. I'm actually a really big fan of this podcast. I was just saying, uh, uh, even before this uh, couple, I think it was like maybe three, four years ago, I would listen to, literally, I think I've listened to all the podcasts while I'm at work. So it's been a huge blessing in my life. So really glad to be here, bro. Well, I'm excited because for a lot of reasons is that uh, God sort of has been tapping me on the shoulder for the last two years. You know how he does that? And it's like, what, man, what do you want? And he's like, you got to do your podcast. I'm like, no, man, I'm busy. And so, all right, we got to, we got to get serious. We got to do these now. So I'm, I'm glad to, to kick this off with you. All right. So I, I have heard you minister. You're, you're full of fire. You're full of passion and power. Love that kind of stuff. And I know that you have probably some super wild, crazy healing testimonies. So let's get right into it. Uh, tell me some healing testimonies that you have personally witnessed that would just totally floor somebody if they saw in person, knock us over with, with what you have. Yeah. You know, uh, I, there, you know, the, the healing ministry is an amazing ministry. Um, the, uh, I really started taking it serious. The Lord started actually talking to me about consistency, uh, with the healing ministry, uh, but 2013, so before that, for uh, for many years, like I've seen healings, all sorts of demons cast out and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I didn't have the consistency, like kind of like a lifestyle. And so the Lord has convicted me about that. So I took it serious. And right away, within the first three months, I prayed for somebody every day for the first three months. I counted, I people healed 75 people in three months. And, uh, and so that's kind of how I, how kind of really started to do it as a lifestyle. But one of the things that, uh, one of the things I think everybody's going to like is this one time I was, I went to the hospital, I prayed for somebody, I was coming out of the hospital and there's a hundred sitting there with his wife and he had bandages on his arm. And I, and I was walking by and I said, Hey, what's, what's, what's going on with you, brother? And he said, uh, he goes, well, he goes, I've been in the hospital for 11 days. And he goes, I got serious pain in my stomach, in my stomach area, my, uh, that area. And they can't figure out what it is. And I said, oh, man. Well, I said, uh, hey, I'm a Christian. I pray for people. God heals them. I said, uh, check this out. So I just, I started praying for them. So I usually don't ask people if they want prayer because then they, you know, you don't want to give them an opportunity to say no. So <laughs> I say, hey, I'm a Christian. I pray for people. Check this out. Um, you know, so, but I just, you know, I said, no, I'm t- not talking to you. I'm talking to the devil. And I, and I just 
tell people that I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the devil. And I said, devil, I break your works. I destroy them. I command you to come out of them right now in the name of Jesus. And I said, go. And I command you to be healed. All pain, go. And I just said, and uh, him and his wife are standing there. And, uh, and I just said, what's your pain? What's your pain level at? And he said, well, he goes, it was a 10. And he says, maybe right now it's about a two. And this big smile came in his face. And I'm, and he's like, and I uh, said, so it's at about a two. And he goes, yeah. And I said, I said, just one more. I said, one second. I said, pain, I told you to completely go. And I said, go in Jesus name. And, uh, and I said, and I said, now try to do something you couldn't do before. And he uh, just had this big smile and, and uh and i said could you i said could you jump up and down before and he's like no he goes and he's immediately he starts jumping up and down and his wife is like he could not jump up and down and they're like she's freaking out he's freaking out and then right at the same time uh this old man comes walking up sitting by the bed he's watching this and it turns out that it's his dad that's uh that's coming to visit him this other uh you know heart rate and uh and he says and he looks at me and he says he says uh he, he looks at me, he's sitting down on the bench and he just bends over and he, and he sticks up his hands for me and he goes, pray for me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, what's the matter with you? And he said, well, I got uh, nerve damage in my so- shoulders, goes down my arms, goes down my back and my legs, there's nerve damage. I'm in pain all the time. I'm tight all the time. He says, I, I couldn't even, uh, he goes, I can hardly even put on my socks, bend over to put on my socks in the morning. And I'm like, oh man, I'm like, I'm like, uh, right now, in the name of Jesus, I told the devil I, the same thing. You know, devil, go. I destroy your works, man, and you go and be healed in Jesus' name. And he said, he said, wow. He says, I feel the power of God. He says, I feel like the power spinning, uh, like just coming in my body like a whirlwind. And the son goes, I felt that too. And uh, I'm like, well, try to do something you couldn't do before. I said, could you touch your toes? And he's, and he's already bending over, touching his toes. He's like, no. He goes, I couldn't touch my toes. And so he stood up. And or he, right after that, before he stands up, he looks at me with this serious look. And he says, are you an angel? And I'm like, I can prove to you I am not an angel. <laughs> and I said, no. I said, but I'm a believer in Jesus. And because of that, I've given my life to him. His spirit is living in me. And so I can do the same things, you know, that Jesus uh, continued the works that Jesus uh, started. And because he's the same yesterday, today and forever. So he's still healing people, but it's just through me and through people that believe, uh, you know. So I said that. So now you guys can uh, go back to your uh, community and you can allow God to use you guys to, to heal the sick in your community as well. Just pass it on, man. So anyway, so. We uh, prayed and we got uh, pictures together. And as we're walking to the van, the dad throws the son the keys and the son just grabs the keys and just jumps to the van and they all drive away. I, I phoned, I got his phone number. So I phoned him about two weeks later just to check on him. When I phoned, when I uh, phoned and checked on him, he was in the field driving in a tractor, uh, taking in the harvest. So like no pain, completely healed. So that was that was one uh, really cool, cool, uh, cool story. Now, it's interesting, too, because when you sometimes when you see that people are maybe a little resistant or they're not even sure what's exactly going on. I think it's kind of cool how when you get one person going, it starts like this really weird chain reaction. And then everybody's raising their (laughs) hand. They're like, I went in. I went in. I've seen that happen more than once also when I've done that, too. But uh, was that the only one? Uh, just those two or did anybody else catch a hold of this or was you said the wife was there as well did she get in on this like what what else like what was the fallout from it she didn't um 
the uh, I don't like it. That's pretty much all I know is, is what happened there um, with the, with the dad and the son there. Um, but you know what? I mean, it's, it's kind of like you can only do so much. You know what I mean? You can't follow them to their, you know, to their, um, you know, they're probably not going to invite you out to do meetings at their, at their, uh, Hutter colony, but, <laughs> but at least I planted the seed, you know, and they're able to give them that demonstration. And, uh, you know, of that, you know what, Hey, this is Jesus. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. And you guys can do this too, you know? So, uh, so that was super cool. All right. Very, very cool. And we have a couple minutes in our segment. Let's uh, let's get another one in there. What's uh, another kind of crazy, wild one you've seen out there? OK. OK. Um, one was um, a guy. I, I didn't know that he was diabetic, but he started uh, at our full gospel business meeting. Uh, first thing in the morning, he started moaning and he started his eyes started rolling. He started moaning. And to me, it was just like, you know, that that's just a, a demon manifesting. And uh, so I'm like, OK, so I put my I had my shoes off. So it was kind of hot. But I put my shoes on, went over them, uh, started praying with them, started casting the devil out, uh, command, and and he would start to, you know, convulsing and start uh, shaking and convulsing. And then I'd tell the devil, no, I said quiet, and uh, start moaning. I tell him the devil to be quiet and stop, and then he he would. And then uh, the guys all started kind of pouring in for the breakfast meeting, and so me and another guy, uh, older fella. Uh, we both, uh, he helped me take this guy out and we went out to the front of the hotel. We started uh, praying for him and I was casting the devil out of him and, um, told him, you know, tell him the devil to go, you know, you gotta go. And, and here, all of a sudden this guy, he just convulses so, uh, intense. Every muscle was so locked up and hard and, and convulsed that, uh, like he literally, he spit blood up all over my shirt. And, um, and I thought, there's no way that somebody can uh, convulse that tightly in their muscles and not have like severe damage, like, you know, to recover from that, it'd be crazy. Like, um, and it was just so intense. It just, he was like, but I knew it's like, but I knew there was this, like in the Bible, when the, when Jesus cast the definite spirit out of the boy, it says that the, the, the devil rent the boy, he tore the boy, rent him. And, and then came out of him. It looked like the boy was dead. Well, this—that's what happened exactly with this guy. The—I the, uh, knew the devil came out, but he looked dead. So this guy, all the skin color totally changed to gray. His eyes rolled up in his head. And me and the other guy looked at him. We totally thought, you know what? He's like, this is what a dead man looks like when a guy dies. This is what it looks like. And but we just started kept talking to him. And I said, hey, could you go into the? Could you go in? And I learned from uh, Curry Blake about you know people raising people from the dead. If you put some food in their tongue, that that'll activate their uh, digestive system, and then their spirit will come back into the body. Um, so I just told him to go get some raisin bread from the kitchen. He came came back with some raisin bread. I started uh, putting a little bit of bread in his mouth, and his and his jaws were like totally locked, you know. But I just uh, kept putting I put it in there, and. Uh, and uh, we started, t- you know, talking to him. I knew he was delivered. I totally knew he was delivered. But anybody looking at him would think he was dead. But <laughs> but uh, it's just that face. And it was the other thing, too, is like, man, if we don't get this guy delivered, we're in big trouble. <laughs> like <laughs> It's like, oh, my goodness. Like, it looked terrible out there. Because at one point, like, he was like, you know, it says how the boy would, uh, 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 the dad said the, the devil would throw the boy in the fire and cast him in the water to kill him. Well, that's what this devil did. He took this guy. We could not hold him. He went flying, flipping off the bench. 
we were trying to hold him with all the might. He went flying, flipping off the bench, hit his back on the back of this, um, you know, uh, a rock garbage can, scraped up his whole back. I mean, it looked terrible. I mean, this is out in public, like in front of a hotel, like, and there's a restaurant and everything. So I'm sure people are watching. And uh, so I'm like, if we don't get him delivered, we're in, like, this is not good. And so these kind of, you know, kind of thoughts are going through my mind. But anyways, I, I knew that he was delivered. I knew that the devil came out, rent and tore him, you know, just like that boy. And I knew he was delivered. And then all of a sudden, he's, he, uh, after about two minutes, he raised up his finger and he, and he just uh, uh, put, uh, took the bread out of his mouth with his finger. And, uh, and then we started talking to him. And then all of a sudden, he opened up his eyes. And then uh, he kind of came to. We took him back, walked him back in the, into the uh, hotel. And uh, he sat down, sat him down in his place. His breakfast there. He ate his breakfast. He was full of life. All the skin color came back. He was red in the cheeks. He ate his breakfast. And after the breakfast, I asked him if he knew what happened. He didn't remember a thing. I talked to him a week later. And I, oh no, uh, the next day I talked to him. And he said that, uh, that he had a, if he had a, 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 an episode like that, uh, like a diabetes episode like that, a low blood sugar attack like that, he said he wouldn't be able to get out of bed for a week uh, because his muscles would be so sore. He said he's had no soreness. And I said, what about the scrape on your back? And he goes, what scrape on my back? There's literally no scrape on the back, no soreness, no nothing, completely delivered from that demon and totally set free, no, no physical pain whatsoever. And I've never, I've never actually even heard of a testimony of somebody casting with the deaf and dumb spirit, like, you know, that was literally word for word in the scriptures described like uh, Jesus did with that boy. So that was super cool too. The guy that was with me, that older guy that was with me, when he saw that, he totally decided to learn from me how to do healing. And he went literally, he, uh, he, I don't know, he went on holidays or went somewhere, but literally everywhere he went, he healed people everywhere he went. I think he healed like maybe 30, maybe 40, 50 people in like in about a month. He just went on fire healing all sorts of, uh, just his healing ministry just took off. He didn't even know he had a healing ministry. So listeners, you have a uh, healing testimony, a little bit of a deliverance testimony. We got the full spectrum here on uh, this episode of the Heal the Sick podcast with Marty Swanson. Now, when we come back, we're going to learn more about Marty Swanson, the man proper. So keep it locked right here. Don't anybody go anywhere. We'll be right back momentarily here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Stand by. Hey, guys, Million here. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Heal the Sick podcast. If this program or any of the other projects that I work with have blessed you in any way, have helped in your journey, connected you to new people, or have brought you entertainment or enjoyment, then I ask you to please support me as a creator. Please visit www.subscribestar.com forward slash producer million. Again, subscribestar.com forward slash producer million, million spelled M-I-L-L-I-A-N. Help me to create more content on all my platforms and to continue bringing you new and fresh episodes with some of the most interesting people in ministry. Again, that's subscribestar.com forward slash producer million. Check it out now. Thank you for your support and boom goes Yeshua. All right, listeners, welcome back. Heal the Sick Podcast, Marty Swanson, presented to you by Dominion Fire. Now, anytime you're unsure, always visit our website, which is at dominionfire.com, all one word. And when you're over on the website, you're going to find all of our podcasts. You're going to find the Heal the Sick Podcast. You'll find 
Dominion Fire 360, which is more of a freestyle show about any kind of topic we want, whereas this one is more just healing specific. Um, I have a YouTube vlog. There are Facebook live feeds and live streams that we do. Sometimes I can post them there. So anytime you want to meet or get to know better any of our guests or hear their content, always check out the website at dominionfire.com. If you'd like to contact me or have any questions for our guests, you can always use our contact form, which is on that site, and make sure that you just specify who it was and what you'd like to know, and we can accommodate you there. And then also facebook.com forward slash dominionfire is where you'll find the ministry page on Facebook, and then I'm usually floating around somewhere, so I'm not that hard to find. And then if you're ever in doubt, just on Google or DuckDuckGo or Bing or whatever, just put in uh, Dominion Fire Heal the Sick and a whole bunch of stuff comes up. We're super easy to find and uh, always interested to hear from you. So if you get any healing from this, you have any testimonies that come from this show or from being prayed for or anything like that, we would definitely love to hear from you. And as we pivot back, we're going to go talk to Marty more about his background, his experience, his life. And uh, Marty, tell us about you in this segment, please. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, so I'm I'm 45 years old from uh, Camrose, Alberta, Canada, and uh, I grew up in a Christian Christian church um, pretty much all my life, uh, Pentecostal church, uh, a good Pentecostal background. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I you know kind of went uh, went off into the world, kind of you know uh, doing the double life, you know, during the teenage years and in the early 20s. But uh, when I was 23, that's really when I came back to the Lord, or the Lord, you know, basically, you know, came after me. Basically, uh, you know, I had uh, praying parents, you know, uh, so that obviously their prayers weren't answered uh, at that time, and um, th- that's really when I really caught on fire. Um, you know, after that, I got baptized. Uh, baptized in water, baptized in the Holy Spirit, uh, speaking in tongues, and uh, just going after, you know, the Holy Spirit, getting the, uh, the Holy Spirit and being led by the Holy Spirit and getting into ministry. So I really was active in ministry pretty much since I really came back to the Lord, like before that, but especially when I came back to the Lord when I was 23, because my dad is a pastor. So I immediately, you know, was involved with ministry basically from the age of 23 on up until today uh, in some way. So uh, you know, I was involved with uh, youth ministry, was a youth pastor, uh, worship leader, um, you know, associate pastor. I've done uh, mission work. Uh, I spent a whole year doing mission work when the, there's a big exodus of the Jews coming out of uh, the Ukraine and uh, Russia uh, in the 90s. Uh, I was involved with the Exodus Project, uh, which Christians for Israel uh, supported. And I went over and I learned how to drive bus, got my uh, bus license in England, and then drove to Ukraine. And then uh, uh, basically what it is, is a Christian organization that gives free transportation to, uh, you know, Jews that can't afford the transportation to uh, get to the, uh, you know, Kiev airport. Uh, that's, what we're, that's what we're doing. It's driving to the Kiev airport. And then from there, the Israeli, uh, you know, government would uh, fly them to Israel and set them up in Israel. So that's, that's what I did uh, there, um, you know, for about a year, uh, for a full year. And then uh, just, uh, just been involved with ministry. You did, uh, did a cross Canada tour with my dad after that. Uh, seems as the fire god basically go from coast to coast. Um, always been involved with uh, you know revival ministry, uh, doing uh, revival ministry for pastors and churches and uh, different um, uh, you know different uh, different anything to do with uh, revival ministry. Basically, I've uh, I've been there uh, or tried to be there, <laughs> um, and um, 
uh, you know, been to a, a mission trip in Uganda for a crusade with with uh, Max Solbrecken, who is uh, a, a, a quite a fam- quite a famous uh, minister of the new crusades, you know, over the last forty years all over the world, and um, and then. Um, you know, uh, since the say 2013, uh, that's kind of when I really got serious about the healing ministry. I talked a little bit about that, I think in the first segment, but I really got serious about the healing ministry. And so that's uh, kind of as a, as a lifestyle, that's kind of what I've been uh, trying to, you know, do and try to teach other people. So I've, I've actually written uh, a series of courses of, uh, actually how to do the healing ministry actually it's uh called doing the work of the evangelist uh, a course called doing the work of the evangelist uh, i've been getting a lot of really good feedback people have been getting it uh have been totally getting set free from the fear of man or you know uh kind of the witchcraft you know that you feel you always feel like you're not worthy or you're not good enough to you know walk like jesus and to be able to have that full confidence to go up to anybody and basically get them healed um when you when you're out to you know, work or wherever you are and and people are getting healed there we're getting people that reports back they're praying for people for the first time cancer being healed uh deaf ears being opened it's just been unbelievable uh awesome you know uh and it's just it's just through you know just kind of like spreading that kind of a lifestyle and that kind of a teaching um uh definitely a big fan of uh, curry blake that's actually how i kind of uh uh, started with uh, always listening to the Curry Blake uh, Divine Healing Technician a course and just listen to that for months and months and months and that just you know you got to feed yourself right you got if you if you want to be like Jesus you got to feed food that is going to help you become like Jesus <laughs> so that's that was a really good one so I really always honor uh, Curry Blake for uh, for giving that material to help me do that but um, yeah you know uh, also uh, the last two two and a half like, yeah, about two and a half years, um, in a vision when the Lord uh, took me to heaven, he showed me that it's time to gather the eagles, and which I really didn't know that much about or, you know, or how to do that or anything, but he just told me it's time to gather the eagles and uh, to start a Facebook group. So I did, called it Gathering the Eagles, because uh, that's what he told me to do. And, and uh, literally it took off, no pun intended, from day one. We've got about 8,300 members strong right now. And uh, just the, I, I don't think I've ever seen so many signs and wonders and uh, what people would call coincidences, but, uh, you know, small signs and wonders, big signs and wonders and miracles um, in uh, the last two and a half years in the Gathering of the Eagles. It's just been phenomenal. I, I actually, uh, probably someday I'm going to write a book on it, but just, um, you know, that probably sometime in the future, but it's just like literally mind blowing what God is doing, but it's, it's, it's all in the context of, of God, the mystery of God revealed, which is that God it wants to gather all uh, people, all things unto himself, and that God might be in all and through all under the praise and the glory of God. So, so anything that is gathering and scattering and gathering people together in Christ in one body under the Lord is that God is going to back up. And so it's just, it's just awesome to be a part of that and see what God is doing, you know, through life. And also uh, a lot of things, a lot of what I do right now is I do, like, I also have a drywall taping company that I've had for about 11 years. So I do that, but also, you know, pretty much do full-time ministry and full-time, <laughs> full-time work. But, um, God has definitely given me grace to be able to do that. I am transitioning more into the full-time ministry right now over the last couple of months to spread the fire across Canada. Uh, that Lord's given me that mandate to do that, spread this fire across Canada. And then once I've done that to spread it across the United States. So maybe I'd even be able to, you know, uh, meet up with you million at some point and uh, do something together in 
um, Nevada. I think it's Nevada, right? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Maybe some team will be able to uh, actually meet and, and say, Hey, Facebook friends are real. <laughs> that is, it is a real thing, man. Yeah. I'll let you take me to lunch and everything. It'd be wonderful. So, uh, <laughs> no, that so, would be the best. That would be a dream come true. Come on. You man. are a busy guy, yeah. man. You do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm out of breath just listening. And you go to the gym four times a week. How do you do? How do you, <laughs> how do you manage all this? I mean, because a lot of times people will say, well, I have to work and I can't do ministry or I have ministry and I'm broke and I can't make this. How do you balance all of this stuff? It seems like it's just so much. Yeah. You know what? It's, uh, it is, it's like, it definitely, uh, you know, it definitely, it definitely, you know, you pace yourself, you kind of, you kind of gotta, gotta, you know, as you get, God gives you grace, right? Like he gives you time for everything. And, and, uh, some things, you know, obviously are going to be sacrifices, you know, like you're going to sacrifice some time from this or that or whatever, but, um, but God is great. God is gracious. And, uh, so yeah, you, you definitely need, uh, you definitely need to balance things out for sure. Um, because you gotta have time for your family. You gotta have time for, you know, like I said, like you said, gotta have time for the gym. That's like most important thing. <laughs> right. Million. That's like, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it definitely takes the grace of God, but, um, the uh the the one thing that uh that has really been a passion of mine that uh that god helped me get through you know uh, to do facebook lives um there's a lot of fear it actually took me a, quite a while to break through my fear of what people are going to think of me and when i'm you know put myself out there on facebook live but uh since i've done that i've actually been doing facebook lives probably for about maybe three four years and uh but it's really god is just using that so powerfully uh right now and actually i actually saw a vision i was going up to heaven the angel would take me up to heaven and then we went up to heaven and then the angel said we want to take you beyond heaven and i'm like i'm like is that in the Bible? But then I realized the scripture verse that says that God has to humble himself to behold the things that are in heaven. So of course he's, there's, you know, he's bigger than heaven, right? So there's obviously beyond heaven, but, um, but I, uh, anyway, I just kind of needed the scripture verse, right. To, 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 you know, and you got to test the spirit, <laughs> but I, but he took, they took me to this place beyond heaven and I saw God in the distance and he looked like he was about at, like, probably like, like 5,000 feet tall. Like he was just, he was just huge. Like the mountains, there's a mountain range kind of a, a little bit of a distance beside him. And the mountain range came up to his shins and he was just huge. And, uh, and he, and he was talking to me and he said, he said, and he, and I could see over in heaven, I could see him that the throne room was kind of opened. And he said, he said, Marty, he said, I've made heaven and I made the throne so that man could rule and reign and fellowship with me there from my throne. And then he said, he said, Marty, I want you to, I want you to do uh, the Facebook lives consistently. He said, because he says, when you do it consistently, the more you do it, the more, uh, pow- the more power of my presence and my glory is going to come like waves and it's going to increase as you, as you do it. And, and that's also a word I believe for you, uh, for you million for this, and maybe for other people watching that, uh, you know, you're going to be doing Facebook lives, doing these podcasts. That's exactly what is happening with, uh, with your ministry as well, million. But, uh, he showed me that. And then all of a sudden he moved his hand in the distance. He moved it toward us and off his hand, you could see, uh, the power of his presence and glory, uh, 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 creating a wave in the atmosphere 
and it and all of a sudden it just started coming toward us across the land like a tidal wave and the angel beside me said brace yourself and we just all braced ourselves and the this tidal wave of the presence and the power of god just boom just hit us and it was unbelievable million it was unbelievable growth so um but I, I wanted to share that, that just to kind of give an idea um, how big God is, how awesome he is, and that he is uh, directly, you know, he sees what we're doing and he will back it up. And, you know, maybe he's just asking to step out. Maybe he's just asking for maybe a little bit, maybe you are stepped out, but maybe he's just asking for a little bit more consistency and then watch the presence and the power of God increase uh, through your ministries. Yeah. Consistency seems to be the key. We keep, we keep hitting on that topic and it's something I think we we've spoke about in the past too. So consistency is so important, especially, especially if you're doing like Facebook or YouTube or anything online, consistency is the key to everything, even outside of ministry. So it's, it's crazy thing. All right, listeners. So that's a little about Marty and a little bit about his background. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be learning a little, uh, little mini sermon teaching lesson coming from him, a little prayer time. And when uh, we get back, we'll handle that. Keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast back in a moment. Hey guys, Million here. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Heal the Sick podcast. If this program or any of the other projects that I work with have blessed you in any way, have helped in your journey, connected you to new people, or have brought you entertainment or enjoyment, then I ask you to please support me as a creator. Please visit www.subscribestar.com forward slash producer million. Again, subscribestar.com forward slash producer million, million spelled M-I-L-L-I-A-N. Help me to create more content on all my platforms and to continue bringing you new and fresh episodes with some of the most interesting people in ministry. Again, that's subscribestar.com forward slash producer million. Check it out now. Thank you for your support. And boom goes Yeshua. Right, guys welcome back heal the sick podcast rolling into our third segment here with marty swanson from gathering the eagles we've heard crazy healing testimonies we've heard a ridiculous laundry list of stuff this guy does i'm out of breath just trying to keep up with him and uh now if i haven't taxed him enough with all the talking we've done today now we're going to pivot to the teaching and mini sermon if you will kind of segment now as we were prepping up for the show marty said to me that what he really wants to do is sort of review I guess maybe some fundamentals or basics are kind of getting back to uh, just some of the original things of healing ministry and sharing with us keys for a successful healing ministry. So, Marty, what do you got to say about this whole thing? Uh, teach us something. Give us a little lesson. What you got for us? Yeah, crazy. You know what? It's really one of my favorite topics is is the healing ministry because uh, Jesus, Jesus, it says that, you know, because Jesus did it. That's Pretty much it. That's why. <laughs> uh, anything to do with Jesus, I'm in. But he, uh, you know, Jesus said, um, uh, Jesus said to me one time, he said, fix your eyes on me. Follow me on the way, the truth and the life. He said, follow my example written in the scripture and you will prevail and succeed. So everybody wants to prevail. Everybody wants to succeed. You know, that's something we can all agree on. Right. Um, Jesus healed. So Jesus healed all the sick everywhere he went. So we all know that we read that in the Bible, you know, in the, in the four gospels, he, you know, everywhere he went, he healed the sick. He commanded and then he commanded his apostles to do the same. And Jesus told them to teach all nations 
to do the same. So that means that that is you and me. And even though I, I knew so well that Jesus healed everywhere he went, I still didn't, like at some point, I still didn't understand how he did it or, or why until one day in prayer, I was given a literally like a movie-like vision of Jesus in, uh, in heaven. Uh, I saw we were in, in the city of God and we were walking beside the river of God. And I saw a row of large trees along the water. I realized that these trees, uh, these trees were the, were the trees of life. And uh, when I realized that, Jesus led me under one of them. And Jesus, uh, what he did was he reached up, he picked a leaf, a large leaf off the tree. And he said, these are the leaves for the healing of the nations. And I think a lot of people are maybe familiar with that scripture. Uh, yeah, I think it's in Isaiah. He says, uh, it, what happened was he put it on the ground and he told me to stand on it. When he did, I'm like, I'm like, Jesus, are you allowed to pick the, the leaves off this tree? <laughs> I'm like, I, are you allowed to put it on the ground? Like, where's that? But you know, he's king, right? He's there's so many things like you know what happened in uh, you know with the Lord of Visions. It's like, oh my goodness, like are you, you're allowed to do that. Um, but he put it on the ground. And he said, he says, I want you. He says, I want you to make. Uh, he he says, actually, what he did, he says, he put it on the ground. And he told me to stand on it. And when he told me, that I didn't want to stand on this leaf, but he said, he, he, I thought, I can't stand on this leaf because it's not right. But Jesus, he told me to do it. So I stood on this leaf and he said, Marty, he says, I want you to make healing people the foundation of your ministry, just like I made healing the foundation of my ministry. And, and you guys, up until that moment, I never realized he consciously made that decision for his ministry when he walked on this earth 2000 years ago. And so, so this is uh, this is really fundamental is really key is that Jesus Christ is your example. That's it. It's not your pastor. It's not that prophet or apostle. It's not even you. It's, it is, it's not, it's not you. It's not me. It's Jesus is my example. So that's, so that's really a key to uh, having a successful uh, healing ministry, guys, is that Jesus is your example, nobody else, not even yourself. And so, but with that, guys, uh, there's also a couple of the keys. Jesus gives these keys. Uh, when the 70 disciples came back in the 12, and they were rejoicing that the, you know, uh, you guys remember the story that you know, they were rejoicing that the demons were even made subject to them. And Jesus said to them, he said, he said, behold, I give you all authority and all power over all the power of the enemy. And so, uh, so there he gives keys that we have to have to have a successful ministry. And that is, number one, is we got to know that Jesus is my example, which gives me the faith to go and heal the sick, right? That, that God wants the sick healed. And he wants me to be a part of it. So we got we to gotta know that he's my example to have the faith to do it, right? So that's number one. Key number one is, is faith in Jesus being my example. Number two is all authority. And uh, this is where a lot of people go wrong is the uh, Jesus commanded the devil to come out. He commanded people to be healed. But a lot of people today, they actually, they, what they'll do is they'll ask, they'll, uh, they'll ask God to come and heal. They'll ask God to heal the person, but they won't command. They won't command with all authority for that devil to come out and for that person to be healed. So you got to know that you have a hundred percent authority to make it happen because jesus said 
go and heal the sick. He didn't say, he didn't say go and then pray for me to come heal the sick. He said, you go and heal the sick. Because a lot of people are going to say, man, you can't heal the sick. Only God can heal the sick. You know, you're not giving God the glory. That's pride. You know what? It is, you know, actually it's, it's pride not to go heal the sick and it's pride. Uh, not, and it's, it's actually stealing the glory not to obey Jesus Christ and go heal the sick. It's actually opposite. It's actually pride if you don't, and it's and it's actually stealing the glory if you if you don't. You know, so uh, so don't be bothered about people that uh, that uh, say, hey, you can't heal the sick and and uh, give you got to give God all the glory. No, you give God all the glory if you obey Jesus. Period. Amen. And so uh, I don't know if there's anybody there raising their hand or not, but <laughs> uh, but yeah. So <laughs> but so the all authority, amen. So so you got to know that you have faith. You got to know that you have all authority, exercise all authority. But the third key is the key of power. And so he says, "Bold, I give you all power over all of the power of the enemy." So so this guy is where. Uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire comes because Jesus said, carry weight in Jerusalem until I send you power from on high. And when that power comes, then they were to go out and go to heal the sick and cast out the devils with the power that they received at Pentecost. And and so that power that was going to be available uh, uh, at Pentecost and even after that, right? amen, when the Holy Spirit came. So so a lot of people, they'll have, they'll have faith. A lot of people will catch on to the authority thing and they'll command instead of begging God to come and do it. They're going to actually command. But, but, uh, but you also need the power. And uh, so a lot of people will fall short with the faith and the authority because they don't have the power. And so you got to also have all power. And that's where it says, be ye filled with the Holy Spirit. So you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit, practice being filled with the presence of God and the power of God daily. And so then when you go out, go out to heal somebody, you're full of the presence and the power of God to be able to, to deliver that healing virtue and power into the person to be able to get them healed. And, uh, and so with those three keys, guys, you will absolutely have a successful healing and deliverance ministry, period, period. Um, now you might have to grow in it. You might have to, you know what I mean? You got to practice it. You got to exercise it. You know, just like uh, going to the gym, talking about going to the gym, millions favorite subject. Now, um, you go to the gym <laughs> right on, bro. I had to throw that in there. So, you know, but it's like, same thing, right? It's like, if you stop going to the gym, you don't go to the gym. The muscles are going to, uh, you know, uh, the muscles basically only, uh, do what you demand of it, right? So they're only going to do what is demanded of them. That's just look at the, your faith the same way. Your faith is going to grow basically only uh, according to what you demand of it. So it's really important to to get a lifestyle like Jesus had and to be able to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to pray for somebody every day, or I'm going to make that lifestyle. <clears throat> and like with me to do that, I decided to pray for one person every day. And usually it's going to be the first person I see in the day just to get it over with. So, <laughs> so uh, it just makes it easier for the day. But, uh, but that's what I did for like three months. And then I just kept doing that. And now, um, you know, even today, it's, it, is, it is an absolute lifestyle to pray for the sick. And, and, and I'm successful. I'm, you know, even on the lives, uh, which I really love as well, is, uh, you know, just about a month ago, we did a live uh, revival on uh, you know around Pentecost there and 12 deaf ears opened in one night and uh it was just amazing guys 12 deaf ears opened in one night actually one in one of the one of the ears that was healed was actually my wife's ear I didn't know that she was watching but uh but her ear was completely healed after 10 years of having uh an ear issue she is completely healed that night as well 
So, but we're just seeing, you know, just amazing things. We've seen, uh, you know, legally blind eyes open, you know, just on lives. But, you know, so, so at meetings, at work, at the gym, um, people are getting healed because you make it a lifestyle. So, guys, if you'll do that, make that part of your identity. And I think that's a really a key as well, guys, if I can throw in this last key, is, is make Jesus and the healing ministry part of your identity, that you are a healer you are a deliverer and make that part of your identity because you will, you will uh, gravitate and you'll always do what you truly believe you are on the inside. Amen. So that's super key. Make that part of your identity and, and you'll do it because it's who you are. Amen. So God bless you guys. That's it, man. And I just add on to that, you know, sometimes it's not trying so hard. And what I mean by that is sometimes you try to force it into these things when you're in ministry and all that, when you force it, you just, you're getting into the soul part of things and then it just all go, 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 falls apart on you. So sometimes it, you know, the, the burden's supposed to be easy. You know what I mean? Even though it doesn't seem that way, but you start flowing after a while and then you kind of, I guess you hit your groove and then it's not quite as, you don't have to force it quite as much. So there's a certain element of, like you were saying, growing into it. That's part of that. So it seems rough in the beginning, but eventually you flow. And, you know, it's like when, like when you first start driving, you're paying attention to everything. Your hands are gripping the wheel. You don't touch anything. You, you know, a couple of years after you're driving, it's like you're steering with your knee. You're eating a sandwich, working the radio. You know, you got all that stuff. So eventually you flow into it. You flow into it. So listeners, be encouraged. I, the most important thing is just get going. That, that's the biggest thing we could say. Um, Marty, if people would like to track you down, speak to you, ask you questions, uh, get involved or anything, how can people find you? How can they contact you? What's the best way to track you down? You know, these days, actually, the easiest way is through Facebook. So I'm on Facebook, Marty Swanson. Uh, we also have the Gathering the Eagles group. Uh, you, you know, guys, we totally encourage you guys to be a part of that. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, through, uh, through Messenger, Facebook, and uh, just, you know, uh, hit me up on Messenger. And that's probably the easiest way to be able to get a hold of me. And also, listeners, if you'd like to get a hold of Marty, make sure to uh, visit, again, dominionfire.com. There's a contact form. You could send us an email if you'd like to just ask, and I can connect you up as well if that would uh, help you along in addition. Marty, we've come to the last portion of our show today where we do a prayer segment. Now, what I'd like for you to do is if you would please say a prayer for our audience, and if you pick up anything, you get any prophetic words, you get word of knowledge, anything specifically that you get, just call it out. Let's, let's let this thing rip. Would you please pray for our audience and take us all the way to the final amen? Amen. Yeah. So Lord, I thank you, God, that uh, there's people that are watching They're They're listening to this because uh, they're curious to listen to this because you put it in their heart to, uh, to answer to the call to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, to walk like Jesus walked, and uh, that Jesus truly is our example. I mean, when we believe that, we tap into the same grace that Jesus has made available for us to be able to become that. So, Lord, I thank you for each and every listener right now. Lord, I thank you, God, for the healing ministry. I thank you, God, that you're setting them on fire. I thank you that there's uh, somebody listening that, you know what, it's like, hey, you know what, I have not made this a lifestyle, but I want to. And I'm going to. And so, Father God, I just pray, God, the fire that you're going to touch that person right now with the fire of God, Lord, I, with signs, with wonders, with miracles. Lord, I pray, God, that you're even going to visit them during the night in dreams. But Father God, I touch him, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that you've given them mercy, given them grace, Lord, right now that uh, they did not have before they watched this broadcast. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that uh, this is a new beginning. This is a new chapter in their life. And God, they're going to go. I just see somebody just saying, you know what, I'm going for it. 
I'm, I'm going for it. I'm, this is me. This is, I'm not holding back anymore. I'm not living a life of regrets. I'm not living a life of what I should have, could have, uh, uh, you know, and, uh, and what would have happened if, no, that's not going to be me. I'm going to be walking in the new man. The old man's done. Fear is done. The devil's done. The, uh, the fear of man is broken off me. Witchcraft. I am good enough in Christ Jesus. I am good enough. I am worthy. I am a son of God. And I'm going to walk in my head up. I'm going to look at the father. I'm going to see him. I'm going to see Jesus. And I'm going to walk in his footsteps, period, period. And I am going to uh, do the works that Jesus has done in even greater works, even as Jesus said, any man who believes in me would do. And Father God, right now, touch him in Jesus' name. Oh, God, I see you blasting off in the name of Jesus. I see you blasting off. I see you just going out, stepping out, and breaking through just those walls of fear and just uh, making it super simple for yourself. Hey, I'm a Christian. I pray for people. God heals them. Uh, check this out. Here, you know, how you doing physically? How you doing today? How you doing physically? You got any aches or pains? Yes, no. And they tell you, and then you just say, hey, I'm a Christian. I pray for people. Check this out. Devil, go. Be healed. Bam. And I just see that just, and you just consistently doing that. And God is working with you, just performing the miracles, performing the signs and the wonders and because he is with you. Amen. Just like it says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it says how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and, and with power and went about doing good, healing all those oppressed of the devil for God was with him. And God is with you, brother. God is with you, sister. I see that. I hear it. I declare it. You'll walk in it. And there's people that are listening to this right now that in that in uh, uh, 10 years, in 20 years from now, you're going to have uh, one of the biggest uh, healing uh, evangelistic revival uh, deliverance ministries uh, that uh, that uh, anybody's ever seen or heard of in the name of Jesus. Praise God. All right. Amen, listeners. Well, Marty, I want to thank you because um, it's been wonderful getting to know you, hanging out with you a little today, recording with you and uh, listeners out there. I want to also thank you for hanging with us through all this time. And uh, I know I've been promising for a while to get content out to you, but um, I'm, I'm, you know, very distracted. It's just kind of it was a little attention deficit problem and we get to it when we get to it. So it's all in, it's all in the timing. So God will do what he needs to do with any of our episodes. And I am very glad that you have joined us today. Uh, again, website is dominionfire.com and facebook.com forward slash dominionfire. Make sure to look on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and I'm trying to get on Spotify. Just do a search for Dominion, excuse me, uh, Heal the Sick, Dominion Fire or Dominion Fire 360, either one. It's two of our podcasts. Trying to develop a couple more because I have some ideas, but we'll get there. But in the meantime, I want to thank you for being here. Marty, thank you for being here. And uh, I hope that as as we get back in our return here, that this has blessed you incredibly. And I thank you for being here. So for Million, for Marty, Heal the Sick Podcast, as we always say at our ministry, boom, goes Yeshua, and we will see you next time. Music.